0: When I was going through grief, I couldn't see a good, much less great future. I could really see no future because I couldn't see beyond my grief. I listened in church to how God heals the wounds of every shattered heart, Proverbs 14:73). I listened to T.D. Jake saying, it is the breaking of life that produces the blessing of life. I listened to Joyce Meyer remind me that God would replace beauty where there was once ashes. I needed to hear these things, but in the beginning, I did not believe them. I thought it was true for other people, but not for me. However, when my relationship with God became closer, I was reminded of all the things I had watched and wished for. Further along, I saw them as possibility for my life. And even further along, it became my life. Today, we'll talk about how God can use Your current brokenness for great future blessing. And if you can't believe that today, listen and let a seed be planted. Hey, friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died? but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, question God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith, And take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and, more importantly, heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Ireland, our spotlight country and in the U.S., Illinois, week number two as the state with the most downloads. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you're in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, so if that's you, welcome to Grief to Great Day. And if you hear me talk about Monica her faith, or her death, and you want some background information, just go to my website, griefthenumber 2 greatdaycom and click on the book tab where you'll see the book, Dying to be Healed. See, her faith journey through the last six months of her life were unreal. And her death, it changed me. She's the reason that you are listening to me today. You know, in this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you're just starting your journey, please know that life will change. It won't always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. And it's not to say that you'll stop missing your loved one because that never happens. But you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. If God uses broken people to position them for a great purpose, holy cow, you better hold on. Because if you feel broken or without value or purpose right now, you're in the right position. Dave Wilkerson said, "God uses people. God uses people to perform His work. He does not send angels, and angels weep over that. But God doesn't use angels to accomplish His purposes. He uses burdened, broken-hearted, weeping men and women. It's easy for us to enjoy our lives when things are smooth. We're thankful on this side." Because life is just moving along without much trouble. You watch your kids grow up. You celebrate your spouse's victories and some of your own. You're engaged in life and active in church. You also have arguments over petty issues and get frustrated standing in the grocery or ATM lines. The kids may fight or struggle in school, but all in all, life is pretty good. And in this mostly smooth life, it's so easy to see someone who is hard to get along with, or someone who is struggling with depression, addiction, or homelessness. We think about how they just need Jesus or a job, or we feel like they could certainly do better. The judgment isn't necessarily intentional, but you come to conclusions about their lives and the decisions that landed them in those positions. Until your loss, you probably didn't know you could hurt so bad. You probably didn't know you could feel debilitating pain without being able to point to where it was. You didn't know that daily activities like getting out of bed or taking a shower or fixing meals could be more than you feel capable of accomplishing. That loss would flip your world and leave you breathless, literally. You didn't know how frustrated you could get over not getting better no matter how hard you try. You go to the grocery store and you just pray you'll get out of there without losing it and leaving the groceries. And then you look around at others who are laughing or easily going about daily life. You might even resent that you have to go through such a thing when the world continues to move on as if nothing happened. My life after Monica died was changed forever. And looking back, I can say I was changed for the better. It changed me Because God gave me a calling. I stopped being a legalistic Christian. I stopped judging people who didn't see things like I saw them. And I realized that each of us has a story. A story that not of their choosing could include circumstances that maybe changed them too. The first point I want to make is allow your grief experience to give you a different perspective on others who also hurt less judgment on them, and more prayer for them. Grief also puts us in a position of humility, and this is where God can use you the best. We come to the realization that we don't have control over the things we thought we had control over. We look to God to help us, and we depend on him like we never have before. Going after God for anything, even if you're blaming him right now, will change you. You will gain daily strength and peace, and if you continue to seek him, you'll see how God changes your heart. What you desire from life, what you found important or valued before, will change in unexpected ways. You know how it feels to hurt, to be confused, to want to get better, and nothing seems to be moving in that direction. This puts you in a position to help others in a way that most cannot. And not just the grief, it could be the circumstances around that grief too. Here's an example. There was this guy with his three unruly children on the subway. He looked like he hadn't had a shower in weeks and his children, they didn't look much better. They were pushing each other and fighting and being so loud. Yet the guy, the father, acted as if nothing was going on, like he couldn't hear the commotion. Another passenger said something to him and He looked up with tears in his eyes. He apologized and said that he had just come from the hospital where his wife and the children's mother had died. Y'all, we don't know what people are dealing with. And sadly, it took grief to drive that point home to me. Don't wait until you don't hurt to help others. Don't wait until the pain of grief is over to walk alongside another hurting person. I hope you understand that this is not a contradiction to what I just told you in the last episode, that you need to understand your value and prioritize your healing. There will be a point when you start looking for purpose, when you're not hurting more than you are hurting, that the depth of pain could actually be classified as manageable. This is when you know you're ready to step out. If you can help others before that, help them. But, and here's the important distinction, do not help others to the point of it hurting or impeding your healing. And the way to know the difference is to ask God for the wisdom to discern the situation. So to recap, grief positions you, brings us to our knees sometimes literally where we learn of true dependence on God. Because of that, God will soften your heart Change your perspective, and he can change you if you allow him. In your life today, all that I just shared may have little meaning to you because you're still overwhelmed by pain, loss, and confusion. That's okay. I don't want you to feel bad because you can't relate or feel any of this yet, but I do want to plant seeds of hope that your future can be good, that it can be great, and with great purpose. So when you get to that point, come back and listen and get ready for a life you could never imagine. You are here today, and that tells me you are looking for help and support in your grief journey. It tells me that you're doing the work of grief, and I know that's not easy. If you're ready to take another brave step towards your healing, here are three resources. You can purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop I call it a workshop because I need you to understand there's work to be done. There are action steps towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, or if you feel stuck, this workshop will help guide and direct your steps. You're going to grow closer to God even when it's hard to pray. You'll work towards acceptance even if that word makes you angry right now. And you are going to know what to expect in your healing process. You can also join the private Facebook group. So you can be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. See, when you're a part of the group and you welcome a new member, y'all, that's taking action. That's serving others. It's getting out of your pain, even for just a minute, to support and encourage someone else. And you can always visit opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. Now, in the meantime, until we meet again, remember who holds your future and know that you are not alone and keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch and keep taking steps, however small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, Grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.